I was reading an essay from Ralph Waldo Emerson and one quote that stood out to me was when he said, the world is a reflection of the world inside of you. Your thoughts determine your experience. And this dives deep because what that means is your inner world is a reflection of your outer world. How you think, how you feel, your perception of the world is going to be your reality. And so I coined this question, and this is something that I think everybody should think within themselves. Are you who you are because of what you do, or are you what you do because of who you are? This led me to think that there are hard truths that people had to dig deep within themselves and realize, right? And you have to be honest with yourself when it comes to these things. As far as your self-beliefs, because everything you are and everything you could possibly become is just a re reflection of your identity. And you have to find the ones that limit your ego or your self-centeredness and replace them with things that help you expand your consciousness. And you can only do that by living in the moment. Because really, time is an illusion. It's sustained by your memory and your imagination. Even when you're thinking about the past or the future, you're, you're not in the now. So it's really important to train your mind to be in the moment. Like I said, the previous podcast, I like to meditate. I meditate for about 20 to 30 minutes a day. I do something called transcendental meditation. And see, what transcendental meditation is, is you think of a word and it's like a secret word. You know, you don't have to tell anybody this word. And you think of that word over and over to the point where you don't think of anything else. You just have a blank mind and that's how you train your mind to be in the moment. Because later on, when you're not meditating throughout your day, you start to realize that you've actually encountered some moments where you're not immersed in your mind. You have to learn this art of non-thinking because overthinking is a, is a mental disease. It's a mental dis-ease. Your mind is at dis-eased and it dulls your brain. And not only that it dulls your brain, it drowns you, your true self out. Imagine your entire memory got wiped this very instant and you were forced to let go of the past. Now try to live like that. You will be reborn every moment. That is the ultimate freedom. That is what being in the moment is all about. And you also have to question everything, but you, without judging anything. See, you have to learn and develop the courage to follow your own frame of thinking and your own beliefs. Because ever since we were kids, we had things thrown at us our whole lives. Just ideas, beliefs, and convictions. And a lot of times we never take the time to really, to really determine 
what we really relate to. We just blindly follow other people's perceptions of the world, how we should do things, how we should think, just everything. So we had to really, to really find our true selves. We had to follow our own judgments and observe. We had to take a bird's eye view of, of the world and see what ideas really serve us. This is the way you seek the truth. This is the only way that you can seek your own truth. And you have to, to self-observe as well. And that's the key to self-actualization. And you can only do this by being solitary at times. Because when you are alone, when you give yourself time to think, that's when you develop self-mastery from within. It helps you develop the capacity to be yourself without feeling lonely. Because a lot of times when people are by themselves, they feel lonely instead of understanding themselves even more. Over 90% of people said that they'd rather have a, an electric shock than to be in a room by themselves for eight hours. And I, I found that shocking. In reality, if you were to enjoy the silence at times by yourself, you will destroy any self-limiting beliefs. Because when you're constantly in your mind and you're constantly around people all the time, you're being overstimulated. You're gonna destroy your individuality. You'll destroy your creativity. And see, silence makes your intuition louder. Your inner silence is like the mother of all virtues and self-empowerment. There's this um, saying called live amor fate and this is the art of accepting one's fate not wanting to alter any part of your past but appreciating it by just being free in this moment and it's not what happens to you that matters but your attitude towards it that matters that this is how you trust your life 95% of the things that keeps you alive is breathing, digesting, heart beating, blood circulation. That's all being done. You already have that being centered, but you have to trust in that power, your intuition. You have to trust your process. And also you have to learn to say no when needed. You'll be constantly tempted to indulge in things that do not contribute to your actualization. And also you have to say yes only when you feel certain to do so. This is how you develop mastery of your, of your inner self-actualization. Because it can at times be hard to be productive. It can be hard to be creative when your mood is in a constant flux. But you have to maintain emotional stability you can't be swayed by every external event. 
that's another reason why it's so important to be in the moment because our emotions are like waves they come and go you never know when your next sad episode is going to come you never know when you're going to feel elated you never know when you're going to feel happy and and joyful you have to take a step back and observe your emotions from the background and let them just flow because if you immerse yourself in your emotions you're going to let your mood sway your every objective and every activity when you go work out you can't if you really want to be fit you can't rely on your emotions to decipher when you go to the gym or not because there are going to be days when you don't feel like going to the gym but it'll be the wrong path if you decide to go to the gym only because you feel hyped and only because you feel that you have the motivation and that's the difference between motivation and discipline discipline is what's going to keep you going when the motivation is gone because motivation doesn't last forever just like Bruce Lee says be like water because understand this when you cling to fixed identities that's pretty much self-imprisonment you have to be flexible and adaptable just like water you have to empty your mind you have to be formless you have to be shapeless you you have to adapt to your circumstances your environment you have to adapt to what's going on around you you have to observe the things that are going on around you the only way you can do this is knowing yourself know thyself because your mind is like a great con artist it's naturally wired to see the flaws in others while masking yourself you have to have the willingness to expose and understand and transcend the biases the hypocrisies in your ego and this will give you a measurable self-knowledge a good understanding of the human psyche is very essential so either you accumulate enough self-awareness that you get deep insights into the collective human nature or you can study human psychology and inverse them to gain self-knowledge but understand this do not pedestalize anyone us as humans are all on an even plane even though a lot of people don't want to admit it. Yes, we all do have our own skills, our own talents and everything, but the hallmark of all intelligence is to become fully integrated individual, seeking your own truth, trusting your own instincts, and formulating your own life philosophy. In reality, we've all been indoctrined since infancy. So it's important to observe what is useful and discard what is not and what is uniquely your own. You have to become attuned to your own inner guide and you'll never go astray to your true self. It's all about doing the shadow work. You give the negativity inside of you, basically what some people call demons, more power when you shy away from them. You need to embrace and illuminate the things that you see negative about yourself 
improve on these things, these things that don't serve you. And you will have limitless growth. If you always put limits on what you can do, then it will spread over the rest of your life. There are no limits, only plateaus. There are no limits, only plateaus. And you must, you must break and go beyond these plateaus. You have to dig deep from within you. You also have to handle your negative thoughts. Being conscious of your thoughts. As soon as you find yourself thinking a negative thought, stop yourself. Stop thinking of it. One thought can lead to another, and before you know it, you are experiencing deep grief and sorrow over your past, over mistakes, over your hurts, relationships, things that you regret from the past. And this is not the way to live. Because we only got one life. What's the meaning of living life when you immerse yourself in these negative thoughts? It's important to stop at the first negative thought that you witness. And you can do this by keeping yourself busy. If, if push comes to shove, I mean, there's two birds and one stone. I mean, if you're keeping yourself busy, then you're not only improving yourself, you're also neglecting the negativity that's in your mind. Because an idle mind, there's a saying that says an idle mind is the devil's workshop. And it's very true on so many levels when it comes to negative thoughts. And if you notice, you're more prone to negative thinking when you're sitting idle, when you're, when you're just sitting still and you're not doing anything. So find your creativity. When you're busy, the less time you have to devote to these negative thoughts and the less time you have to avoid these triggers and it's very easy to fall in the rut of these triggers and these negative thoughts it's important that you pay attention to the environment that you're in and intentionally remove all these triggers all these things that spike your negative thoughts in your mind you have to avoid anything that would initiate a bad memory or grief. And also you have to minimize contact with negative people. And that also avoids negative triggers. And that can help you tremendously to, uh, to be positive. Also, observing your sleep patterns. Because... Getting sufficient rest, getting sufficient sleep will help you with your mood. Lack of sleep can affect your whole day. It can cause you to be anxious, irritable, angry. Just, just alone, getting the sufficient eight hours of sleep helps keep the negative thoughts away and greatly improves your, your mental health. If you notice, the days that you don't sleep that good you start realizing that you tend to avoid people more 
say like if you had a bad night's sleep and then you go to work, you just you really just don't even want to talk to anybody. But that's why, because the lack of sleep, it puts you in a deficit far as your your mood and anything that's putting you in a deficit far as your mood is pretty much a self-destruction if you never take time from the distractions you'll never gain clarity to make progress and self-destruction is pretty much a distraction but as long as you're guided by the end goal and what you really want out of life you should never be confused about what you should do next it's either the next step from your current point or it's an obstacle preventing you from taking that next step 